Hey, Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to another episode of Dice Over Everything. Is this one going to be fun? They're always fun. That's why we do it. I We're know. doing it for fame <laughs> and fortune. We're failing terribly. Oh, I meant for the people listening. Oh. Never well. mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll, they'll find out by the end, won't they? I think that they better have... I think they'll have fun. Yeah. Because the only ones that will be listening is like us and our friends, so... Exactly. Yeah, but they'll have to at least tell us that they're having fun. Mm-hmm. They can't run away from it. We're going to force yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. We'll all sit there together, we'll drink some beers, mm-hmm. we'll get them relaxed, look at them expectantly. So are we going to ask them any questions about our topic? Um, beforehand or... Or, or after we make them listen to it? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea to for- to make sure that they actually listened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so what is our topic again today? Uh, I think it's cutting down on the rules. Uh, yeah, like... Just like we could have cut down the length of that intro? Uh, no, no, I don't think we're going to anymore. No, we aren't. Uh, it's, it's too complicated. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think this is one of those things uh, in miniature games that I've been thinking about a lot. Like, first of all, we're creating a game, a, star, uh, a starship game. So we're re- I'm, I really want to make sure the game is not too heavy so that people will actually even try it. Yeah. Uh, but even for games that have um, a lot of traction, uh, this is a big problem, I think, in the space. I think in other podcasts, we've talked about literally why we started playing Infinity and stopped playing War Machine was yes. for this very reason, is that they weren't willing to cut. Yeah, and then it's been, what, three, four, five years of Infinity? And now Infinity needs to cut, and their willingness is... It's it's a little there, but it's not all the way yeah, there. Yeah, and so it's a kind of worry that we have right now. So mm-hmm. I guess in general, what is... Um, what is... What the, creates the need to cut, or, or sort of... Yeah, why, why, why do you even need to... Why would we even say I, you need to cut? I just go, th- go through the whole who, what, where, why, when, and how. Of... Cutting? Of cutting, maybe. All right. Who so, needs to cut? The people who make the games done. Yeah. So <laughs> we can't uh, do but, it. Yeah, but the important part is is why. Yes. Right. So I I feel like the thing is we play a lot of these miniature games, um, and the way that these games are made made is that they're constantly expanding, and this is kind of the fun of a miniatures game, or, or a lot of different types of games. It's not just miniatures games, like RPG games and things like that. Just to keep the whole thing new, because otherwise yes. you're coming back and playing the same game over and over. Whereas, I mean. Chess has been out there for a long time, but most it's people we know don't want game, to play yeah. chess. Yeah. They want to get something new out of it. Yeah, you want something new, fresh, exciting. You know, all you want to show off the new thing. Damn millennials, they they can't. Yeah, you know, they get bored so easily. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so it actually it even happens with TV shows, right? You there's a lot of people that are like, oh, one season of Heroes or one season of um, Stranger Things was not enough. We have to make a second, and a third, and a fourth, and then what ends up happening is that they only had really one good, good, uh, like, one good season Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, ideas and story and everything, and then every second and third season is just extra stuff that gives you a little bit more, but it's actually a worse experience than the first one. The core story was good, but now now everybody just seems like they're doing things randomly. Just because they have to fill out the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like to me, this is one thing that annoys a lot of my friends when I'm like, oh, yeah, there's only ever been, you know, the one season of Heroes, the one season of Stranger Things. And they're like, no, 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 there were two or three seasons. And I was like, no. No, you should have stopped watching. (laughs) Exactly, you should have stopped at one season. That's all they needed. (coughs) So... 
I guess... Just the, like they should have stopped adding rules at some point. Yes, exactly. You're for, like, at, for at Mark games. 2, they should have stopped adding, or a version, whatever, or an yeah. expansion book. I don't know, 2 or 3. importance, or whatever you want. Yeah, game. so when you look at, uh, for example, War Machine, uh, we really, really liked that game, and I think for the first little while, it was great. They had a new... Uh, edition and you were was like every up. time every time things came out you were excited yeah you weren't loathing having to learn more things You're just like oh my god I, I can totally memorize everything that's coming up yeah and then eventually they're like okay so they had a whole bunch of every single type of character that they wanted in the game right mm-hmm. and then you started thinking then I think they started thinking well <laughs> now what they once all the factions sort of had like a, f- a theme to them and everything else. Yeah, they were filled out. Mm-hmm. They had their heroes. They had their their run of the mill guys. They had their big, uh, strong guys that uh, like Jacks and things like that. That kind of filled out all the different uh, uh, pieces of the army to make the game mm-hmm. uh, feel fun and make make you feel like you had a bunch of different options that were interesting. And each guy uh, had their own unique. Uh, every uh, faction had a unique play style. Yeah, or, every, and several ways of playing to that play style. And the, yeah, and every unit inside mm-hmm. that uh, faction had its had a reason to be taken, right? Because it's it had its had its own particular so, yeah. role. It, it wasn't had being its own super, role. Exactly. It wasn't being superseded by like another thing, or there wasn't like a yes. better variant for better points. And sometimes they weren't like correctly points balanced, but you could be you could think if they just tweaked it a bit, the points to make it worthwhile, mm-hmm. it has its own role. Right, and then what? What happened? They filled all those points out, and then you think, "Well, well, what do we do now?" Mm-hmm. Right, create a new faction that plays exactly like one of the factions that's already out there, maybe. Yeah, or start filling in duplicate roles, or start taking the game in an entirely new direction, or, or adding something that actually might be different and kind of fun, mm-hmm. but overall, in terms of the game, is worse than the previous game. Colossals, right? Mm-hmm. So the Colossals are these giant robots in War Machine. They were super cool, super fun to paint and everything like that. But in my opinion, they were not good for the game. The game, the scale they created that they did, a new way of playing the game, but it sort of but it that took away was from, worse. But took away from playing the old way, <laughs> and it forced the game into a certain direction that I think was unhealthy for mm-hmm. the game as a whole. So I guess through that analogy, we've kind of described why cutting becomes needed. Like if you t- if basically it takes the game in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. it breaks the old way of playing, or it re- it worsens the old way of playing the game. Yeah, if you don't cut, mm-hmm. right? And especially when you have the expanding games, uh, if you're not cutting anything, if you're not removing anything, and you're just adding, you're eventually going to collapse under your own weight mm-hmm. in terms of rules. And so, same thing with Infinity now. They have all these new rules, which are fun, and yep. for especially us who've been playing it's- it every week for... Or more for, for years. For years, mm-hmm. we can keep up with it. But for new players, if they just step into the game, there's no way to sort of introduce, reintroduce, reintroduce in as simple of a way as we were introduced. Yeah, it's basically right? driven the learning curve higher and higher for for games. Like really exciting mm-hmm. games can have high learning curves, but once mm-hmm. the learning curve gets driven too high, now you've stopped new players from joining in. Yeah, and I think even for the old players, like for us. Mm-hmm. When you're playing another game, uh, and it's it's super good and super great, right? Eventually, like you said, you're gonna feel a little bit tired and you uh, of playing the same thing over and over again, and so you kind of crave something new, which is why they do the expansion part, right? Yeah, like if you only have ten different troop types, yeah. and they can have like one piece of war gear each, like I'm kind of gonna figure this out after a while, and the games are gonna feel kind of yeah, the same. which is not necessarily even 
a slight to the game. Mm-hmm. It's just more you've played the game a ton. The game is so amazing. The game is going to be yeah. You've, you've, it's just like watching the first. It it's like you watch the first season of Heroes. Yeah. How many times are you going to go back and rewatch it? Maybe once a year later. But yeah. there's there's a definite limit but to it. That doesn't mean that 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 one season wasn't great. Yep. And so you will think in your head, oh well, we should just do a second season to appease all those guys. Mm-hmm. And technically, yeah, all the guys that have watched the first season of Heroes three times. Uh, it's better to watch, let's say, the second season, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about the overall show, the overall you, show, when was the best? When was it best? Well, I was gonna say the experience of watching Heroes. If you watch seasons one, two, and three, are you gonna kind of feel like you wasted your time now if yes. you watch all three seasons, or if you just watch the first season? Well, not me, because I only ever watched the first season. Uh-huh. Maybe. <laughs> At least that's as as I've changed my my uh, memory. So mm-hmm. there's only for that one season, and it was a great show. Well, very good. Yeah, I'll, I'll just remember that. <laughs> to to only play the first edition of Heroes or watch. Yeah. So, so for that, um, when we're talking about uh, these games, uh, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. I think before, like, I thought of the phrase. That there's lots of ways of doing something wrong, but only a couple ways of doing something right. So that the game makers, like, the more things you add, there's lots of ways of doing things, mm-hmm. and they can keep adding more ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. But in reality, there's there's only a couple ways where the, the game's going to really work right. And, and it makes it better than it was before. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing, like, yeah, exactly. So this is kind of what I was trying to say before I forgot what we are talking about, uh, is that uh, you keep on adding things and it makes it a little bit better for the people that are there from where they are mm-hmm. but you're not making the overall game better you're actually making the overall game worse the core of the game is getting worse yeah it's better but... for the people that have played it for three years mm-hmm. but overall the game is a worse game yep right so i think at that point so if they want to add stuff and take the game in a different direction mm-hmm. they basically have to cut something old out. Otherwise, I, I, I don't think it's actually no. that easy. Well, yes, mm-hmm. I think I think this is one of those things that's really hard to think about. Like the question is, is the new thing better than one of the old things that's there? Is what it comes mm-hmm. down to. And and then it's almost like a balancing act, right? Where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so if I'm going to cut something out, you're going to drive a whole bunch of people away that like that. Mm-hmm. But at some point, by not cutting anything out, you're, you're going to drive try. a whole bunch of people away from the fact that your game is way too complicated, right? Mm-hmm. So not even thinking about like new players here. We're talking about all the existing people. Existing in people, the pool. exactly, mm-hmm. right? So you're you're looking like you, we can even look at the games that that we play or have played. I think War Machine we just mentioned. They are so loath to cut down on any of those special rules. Even when they tried to refine the rules and make them simpler, mm-hmm. they couldn't cut out. Just like, the number of models and, and units they have is too high. Yep. And they couldn't think of a way to reduce that. And so now the game is way too big and bloated. Yep, it's too big for the retailers to stock. Mm-hmm. It's too big for the players to like keep track of. It's too big for someone to buy the into new, a faction. It's too... the new, yeah, the, the new guys. And they mm-hmm. have a couple of different ways that they're, they're trying to, but I think, I don't know if it's working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have X-Wing. Apparently it's the same, like we've stopped playing X-Wing for a while, but apparently it was a similar problem that they did a second edition, but they again also kind of... They, they kept adding more and more things, which I guess superseded some of the old they things. They re- did reduce a lot mm-hmm. of, of abilities and things like that, but apparently not enough because a lot of people are you know complaining about about uh, X-Wing 2, mm-hmm. right? About uh, that part of the reason why they need to simplify everything is because it was 
it was bloated and, and way too big. There's too many ships and all those ships that need to be unique yeah. in some way, so they created too many unique rules. So they added a whole bunch of extra mm-hmm. unique rules in, and you can say that the game is, I think it's way better than it's been for years. Mm-hmm. But again, I love the core X-Wing mechanic in game. It's again just too bloated and big, and they it looks like they didn't cut it down enough. And then, I think we mentioned this before, GW, this is this is one thing that I'm actually surprised. So, so their approach at cutting is basically cut they cut occasionally but cut hard? Yeah, they will cut even well, I guess right now it's getting a little bit big, right? Mm-hmm. But for forty K, they have just cut out models and they're like, Oh no, those models you can't use those. They've anymore. cut out factions before. They've <laughs> Yes, they squatted factions mm-hmm. or just being like, No, these are unsupported factions, you can't buy any models for them anymore. And that is somewhat of a soft cut right because it's like oh technically you can use these factions mm-hmm. but they suck <laughs> and we're they, not supporting them at all or barely supporting they, they them. have no more special rules they're just... yeah and so they're not well supported and so um so i when i was younger i'd be like oh that's terrible i love these things that i created right uh but when i look now i'm like oh there's the reason why it's been like 30 years and they're still there mm-hmm. they don't have a bajillion factions when you would think they should have a bajillion factions. they've been factions. around for so long. Yeah, considering how many models things. they made. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have a bajillion factions. But they've literally cut out a whole bunch of factions. And that and it makes the game uh, manageable. And then whenever they reset a new uh, edition, they're like, oh, some of these factions didn't make it into the new edition yeah. almost, right? Or they you just got to proxy them. Or they don't have codexes to start with, so literally you only yeah. have a couple things to select from. Yeah, so it's... It, it works, right? And and we talked about uh, our favorite game right now, Infinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said they kind of cut, right? Yeah, they cut some units out when they, in the process mm-hmm. of creating new things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so not, not a huge amount. I think they did the the kind of the soft cut though, right? So they've taken they they've realized that it's a serious problem to have mm-hmm. so many models, right? They're getting, I guess, long in the tooth now. Uh, and so they have a, they've done soft cuts. So they've done some ranges where they they say they're no longer going to produce the models. They're, but that's a huge that's a huge deal, cut. Right? And they're like, oh, to get into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can use those models, right? But we're not going to sell them anymore. But we're not going to update the rules anymore. <laughs> we're not after now, update the rules. Yeah. But they were nice though. They gave like a yeah. final update, and they're like, now we're done. Yeah. So this is a kind of another soft cut, which is a, a I think it's a it's an interesting idea uh, especially if it ends up because it allows them to eventually cut things i guess if they say this has been out of production for three years (laughs) yeah on the new edition it's just gonna be gone it's gone it's like oh in the current game yeah yeah, we're gonna support it in the current game forever but Mm -hmm. once we do a new game or a new Mm -hmm. edition maybe it's not there and then i think they did um they did something else that was interesting so they said oh you can proxy as well so literally if you have some of your old armies that you have you bought all these cool miniatures and created an army even if technically you can't run them as the army they used to be, like the Merovingians, yep. you can just proxy the, your Merovingian army as a Kazakh army, right? Yep. Or as a U.S. Ariadna army. Mm-hmm. When I say the names of these factions, I'm a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> it's, all, it's all very cheesy. <laughs> totally so cheesy. I'm not sure there's a game out there that's not too, too cheesy. Uh, I think Drop Fleet was not cheesy. That's quite true, actually. They have pretty serious names for everything. They have very lots of military references. Yeah, it's just that the game has kind of died now. 
They didn't even suffer Because Cheesy is better, apparently. People like Cheesy. They apparently never reached bloat. They just had a core mechanic issue. And then... Which is an entirely different topic. (laughs) That's probably like the playtesting topic. Yeah, and uh, a release topic, which I hope we will learn uh, quite well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I guess there's a couple of things uh, I think uh, uh, we want to talk about. Uh, One thing is... um, so we've been talking about expanding games, miniatures, and we kind of related it to movies. Uh, another thing that I think is really interesting, looking across the table from where we are right now, is board games. But they, the board games, if they're really successful, or sometimes if they just plan on like being more of a long-term thing, they'll have mm-hmm. expansions to them. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, uh, the main one of the interesting things is the core of board games. Generally, they're made to be one box. And you give that to the the, mm-hmm. the players, and they play it, and it's it's known and assumed that that one box is the gameplay you're getting. You're not trying to sell them as like a continuous customer. Yes, they're more assumed to, to be a one-time sale. You just create the best product you can. Mm-hmm. Here's the one version of the game you play, and this is the best thing we could come up with, yep. and we're gonna give it to you. Mm-hmm. And then if it's really successful, they might have an expansion, which is what you I think you what you were going for. Yeah, that some some board games you can tell they plan to have expansions like the Kickstarter mm. games. Like, oh, you can get all the expansions now. <laughs> I, I think they have planned to try and get more money out That's, of their fans. Exactly, but for the most part, often if you like, there's a there's a game that succeeds and people like mm-hmm. play the game a ton, but mm-hmm. eventually they get bored of playing. Exactly, just the like thing we're talking about. Just sort of like Settlers. Once you played Settlers like for the 80th time, yeah, the excitement wears off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you kind of demand like you want to play Settlers, but you need need a little bit of a tweak to it. Did I tell you that I made uh, a small tweak to the rules of Settlers to, to make it what I think is a slightly better game? Well, it doesn't have that. We've got to play there. it one time. I'm just, that's just, just, just an aside. It's oh. a really small tweak. Uh-huh. It's basically all of the uh, resource cards are now numbered one to three. And, that's, and you need twice as many resources to build everything. And then the, the numbers are one to three. So when you pick up a card and when you're trading, you don't know exactly how many resources the opponent has. Oh, and when you're trading, you don't, you don't know you, exactly. You, you trade cards. You can't even tell people what number it is. Yes, you, you trade can be, number you of can cards. Be like, is it high or low? Just raise your eyes. But they, but they're, but yeah. it's not obligatory. Like you have to get like when yes. you trade in settlers. You trade cards. Has to be real. But and then when you say cards, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so I want two of those cards, and then you might yeah. try and rip the guy off. So it's an interesting randomness one. element. Okay, I can and see it, that. it makes it a betting. Like it makes the trading more yeah. interesting because you have incomplete information. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Whereas in normal settlers, because that was the, an aside. But mm-hmm. that to me was the expansion for, for all settlers. you settlers lovers out there. Yes, there you I'm go. telling you, it works. It's good. Mm-hmm. So once you play the regular settlers for too long, exactly, mm-hmm. you want to do something different to it, mm-hmm. or you want the game company to do something different to it. Yep. But the thing is, I guess if the game gets really successful and they release multiple expansions, what happens? Then you might have the exact same issue mm-hmm. if you try to put all of the expansions together that you'd have with. Uh, miniature games and these expandable games not just miniature the games, games card games mm-hmm. like Magic the Gathering is notoriously if you, if you played Legacy it gets to be ridiculous. insane and ridiculous oh can I win without you even playing a card mm-hmm. oh I can I hope you have Force of Will That's that made the game better right <laughs> <laughs> better for whoever has the deepest wallets yes uh, so I think one of the things that a lot of board game people are doing or, or creators are doing is that the expansions are one-off expansions and when you expand the game with one expansion it's not compatible with another another expansion it's a standalone expansion for the most part 
So then you're modifying the game so people can play it a slightly different game. Yep. But you're never going to throw in all five, ten, whatever expansions together. Because then people's minds explode. There's way too much going things on. Break. It's super hard to remember. Yeah. Things break. Exactly. They're not going to match together to make the perfect game. Whereas if you have a small piece, you're more likely to hatch, at least have that good gameplay. And then when they're done with that, mm-hmm. just get another expansion and try it out. And you have a slightly different version of the core game that you love. Mm-hmm. So I guess that works for board games where you sort of like you've all come to the table with like nothing and you just open the box mm-hmm. but with miniature games unfortunately you kind of have your collection that you have mm-hmm. so you can't quite mix it you can't quite say oh we're only going to play this variant because mm-hmm. some people might not be able to play that variant if they haven't bought into it and they haven't well they haven't shown up wi- ready for that yeah, basically so- if you they have to layer everything on top of each other so no matter mm-hmm. what people show up with they can all play together yeah so uh, I think that's True. So that if someone shows up with, I guess that's part of the reasons why mm-hmm. they try to make it. You can use anything. If you show up with your expanded stuff and some guy doesn't, they're like, "Don't worry, you guys can still play together." But sometimes maybe you shouldn't be playing together, right? Yes. I know uh, there's the Flames of War where they have like early war, late war, mid war, late war, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a way where you they they kind of did that. They had three different versions of basically the same core game, slightly tweaked. Mm-hmm. And you just your opponent. So they can match. release new factions, but you're obviously not supposed to play because it would be like, yeah. But maybe that's ideal for them because then people will buy obviously more. you obviously want to play all the through the war. You don't want to only play early war, so you yeah. need to buy three. Every person buys three different factions. Three armies, yeah, yeah, exactly, or six if you want to buy you know your opponent the army so you can play with them. So it's effectively three different games though, but they they get people into it that way. Yeah, so, so it's mm-hmm. it's a it's an interesting idea. There's all sorts of different ways to kind of of limit these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I guess the final thing is we are trying to work on a spaceship game. And right? we've and we've come up with lots of different rules. Yeah. And the most recent thing is basically I guess we don't have to worry about expanding uh, because our game hasn't even hasn't decor even... hasn't been out there. No, there's, <laughs> there's not even ships out ships created so there's yeah. nothing to cut out of this physical point. ships yeah uh, but there actually is because we have tons of ideas right especially mm-hmm. when you're creating a game the sky's the limit you can come up with all sorts of different ideas and and like you were saying though there's a there's like a whole bunch of different ways to make do it the wrong way yep. and there's only a few ways to do it the right way right and we've come up with a lot of ways of doing things and had to sort mm-hmm. of refine it to the to one way yeah, so like, like we've had all sorts of different rules uh, for we how have, things move. Uh, power mechanics. We mm-hmm. tried to make a super crunchy power uh, allocation to everything, and we still like even though that's a core part of our system. We realized how complicated we had done it. Where like every single action you everything do, you do requires you a requires power. requires mm-hmm. you to allocate power. And originally we had it at the very beginning of every turn. You have to allocate that power so that you. So beforehand, so that you know what you're going to be doing, like halfway through the game, so you have and to you put down all your dice on all the different oh, subsystems. Yes. Which, oddly enough, we're about to play full thrust, and I just read it for the first time yesterday. And one of the mm. factions actually plays that way, <laughs> and it looks like it's going to be interesting and possibly tedious. Yes, and so for so for every did. single so for every single ship, it look oh yeah, well we were going to have less ships operate that way. We would have a couple ships on the board operate that way. Oh, but we originally we had all the ships operating like that. Uh, even the little ships? Yeah. Oh, it's being cut for a while. But oh, originally okay. the little ships, yeah, we had. They only just had like. Oh, they had fewer systems, I guess. They had, they had fewer systems and not 
no, not much power. Or mm-hmm. no, they had like three. They they had one power allocated to each system. I think was originally. Okay. So that you couldn't choose, but but they had. But power. you couldn't do two allocation. Like you couldn't do two things per system. Anyways, it was as you could see yeah. very complicated, exactly. overly complicated, and we started thinking, well, how? What are you actually gaining from this extra complication? Mm-hmm. And then we realized, like a lot simpler system. You know, the whole kiss I principle keep it simple right mm-hmm. um so we removed these things and and we would test it we'd be like oh remove this piece is the game better or worse yeah all right and then it was better and does then it, does it still yeah. basically function the same way yeah does it do you have the same kind of decisions right there's mm-hmm. like a lot of the times when they have this extra complication like when you add a new unit to a game right and for us when we had like i had we had different fighters Initially, well, eventually have more different fighters, but like, mm-hmm. if the tweak is so small that the like, how important is that decision, right? Are you just making yeah. random decisions that just seem like it's like okay, so we added points. fighters to the game. Are fighters good? You have to decide yes or no. Yeah. Okay, now that you've got fighters. Should every single faction have different fighters? Mm-hmm. You could say yes. You could keep saying yes over and over, basically, and, it's, and keep creating a larger tree. Effectively, like mm-hmm. you can go down. Okay, each faction has their own fighters now. Okay, yeah. should they have multiple fighter types? Of course they should. Okay, those fighters they have weapons. Should each fighter have multiple weapons? Yeah, sure. Should each yeah. of those multiple weapons operate in different ways? Yeah, sure. And then, and, and and then, then when you start and looking should at those weapons operate in different <laughs> ways, interact with the thing they the shot weapons. in different ways. And if you just keep saying yes to every new rules possibility, it's every step when you make that decision mm-hmm. seems cool. But yeah. once you zoom out to the to your actual like full game, you're like, wow, does it really even matter that this fighter has three different weapon systems and I don't know, like rock paper scissoring with the other ones? Is that an interesting and important decision point that the person is going to make, or does it just going to end up becoming tedious and boring? Right, so I guess you could liken it almost to making a painting. You're like, oh, I have a painting, a scene with people in it. Like, I'm gonna have five people in it. No, 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 it'd be better with more people. Okay, ten, fifty people. Okay, I put a thousand people in the painting. It doesn't look like people anymore. It just looks <laughs> like you took a dot, a bunch uh, of dots for the uh, and put dots all over the place. And no one faces. can understand what's going and no on. No one understands that you just made an abstract painting of a thousand <laughs> people, and they're just like, that's ugly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think. Um, We've cut down on a, a lot, and I think that's that's an important thing just to keep things simple and keep in mind every single time we have one of those trees. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, I guess it's, it's not also... just what how many different branches do we need on this leaf. Mm-hmm. It's do we even need that entire branch or leaf at all? Mm-hmm. Or can right? you prune it off? Like yeah, when you prune mm-hmm. it off, is the game played exactly the same? Right? Yep. It's like. Do I need to fire my phasers or my, uh, I don't know, my laser, right? Mm-hmm. And if the difference is not big enough, right? If the difference is so marginal that it, if it, it makes, hardly affects, if it's it makes like 0.1%. It's like it makes a 5% difference in damage. You're like, should I have both weapons? Yeah, does that or actually make the game it, more interesting? Yeah. Or, or does it just make more complicated? And it's also different like than computer games. Because computer games, the computer can calculate all these things for you, mm-hmm. right? But in human games humans have to do be do all the calculations right and also even just having too many uh, decision points uh you start losing the real decisions you start losing your engagement from the game you're trying to look at the micro whereas 
Like, yeah, and then you start losing the ability to make the large decisions because you're making like a hundred small, meaningless decisions. Mm-hmm. This is almost like a, a talk about just general life things. You got to concentrate on the big things. You can't get lost in 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 the meaningless things that mm-hmm. your mind is so tired that you can't make the big decisions, right? And mm-hmm. I, I know there's been studies that says like every single time your brain does a decision. It's using brain power and using brain resources. You're and using only, up your willpower. And you've you're using up your willpower. willpower. Yes, exactly. That was the, the course thing. of the, the day. You read the same articles as I did. Probably have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Um, I think I think in those articles they said willpower is different than your actual energy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Just wanted to make sure it was the same uh, article. It was. It was. It's not. Yeah. I don't know if it was the exact same thing. Okay. It was. They definitely did talk about stuff about how it's maybe it wasn't the same article but it was probably from the same root studies Mm -hmm. (laughs) um okay so back to uh our game and when we talk about simplifying things we talked about the the trees the you know having all sorts of different ideas um how would we relate how we think about our game to the expanding uh games and, and how are we thinking about how we want our game to expand? Do we even want it to be continually so I, expand? So or I think what we've done do we want to have more like a board game model where you have a full set, try mm-hmm. to make it as good as possible, and then like... You leave it the there? Games, yeah. You don't. We should... De- like, yeah. You don't mess with success? Yes. So I think how we've been treating it now is that we're sort of looking towards the future mm-hmm. and then towards like the current simultaneously that basically the the initial incarnation of it, mm-hmm. like the base game, should be really fun. It should have lots of options, mm-hmm. but it should also take into consideration what is going to exist in the future mm-hmm. so that both games can exist simultaneously mm-hmm. and that you've considered like, okay, here's the end beginning point, here's the end point, but mm-hmm. there's actually an end point. Like our yes. vision yeah, is we, it doesn't, the arrow doesn't keep going out to infinity. Because again, it's impossible to... Mi- to, to properly plan to, that out. To make a game go on to infinity and be better and better and better, mm-hmm. right? Unless you're cutting stuff. Unless, right? you, unless you start cutting at the beginning of the era or somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be an optimal size for our game. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, we, we did talk about where we want, like, the perfect game uh, if, of what we would want from from a spaceship game. Yep, like right? the number in terms of number of factions, in terms of the numbers of ships per faction, like the fill yeah. each role. Options, mm-hmm. uh, the gameplay mechanics, you know, hidden game mechanics and whatever, even if all, all of these things uh, might not be in the initial version of the game. It's yep. something that we're planning and and once we get there, there's like I guess right now at least mm-hmm. the idea is hard stop. Right? So I think a lot of games that sort of go with putting out major expansions like that mm-hmm. end up having to like completely release new editions because mm-hmm. the compatibility isn't there because they haven't considered far out enough mm-hmm. but they're like okay this mechanic is going to make the game better mm-hmm. but the problem is their old mechanics don't mesh with them so they end up having so to they do, can't they redo have, everything yeah. they have to redo everything I think that's fine I think that's a good that's a good way to think about it mm-hmm. it's better to yeah, to me for the longer term health of the, of the game right mm-hmm. and I guess the other thing is how if we make the perfect game in as far as as good as we can do it mm-hmm. would we want to continue pushing it further if like if the community <laughs> like if assuming in some weird world the community demands it i, I don't know I or don't you know might just be like to. no be like done. this game is exactly where we want it if you play this game mm-hmm. enough that it's boring to you 
you've played it enough. <laughs> and, and <seeing laughs> Wait a year, come back in a year, and, it'll be fun again. And as being part of the Infinity community, I can see how the Infinity community interacts with the makers of Infinity. Yeah. Where, oh my god, they're even, so needy. Even when like they release news and of they, me, we are getting so they, needy. Okay, whenever <laughs> I don't want to make this me, but it kind of is. Whenever we see information about new releases, we're like, oh, that's cool, but what's next? Yes. And they're like, but that's four months away. <laughs> and we're like, no, what's next? We already know what's four months away. Exactly. We want to know tell what's next. five months. And once you give us what, tell us what's five months, then we got to know what's six months. And then how about what are you doing next year? Exactly. What are you doing next year? Exactly. So, so maybe, yeah. Maybe from our perspective of being us, we should realize the demand is insatiable. And maybe it's we're should... damned millennials. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So just having that idea of there being an ending, or at least an ending, and then we could always look back at it at that point and say, mm-hmm. where would we go from there? Uh, but having that thing and having that hard stop and not trying to go forever, I think that is a, a great goal and idea. Because mm-hmm. at the very end, what are we trying to do with this game? We want people to play it, and we want it to be the best thing there is, right? Yep. That we can make it, mm-hmm. right? So that obviously means once you've, once you've made it, once you've got it to where it should be, mm-hmm. I guess, Stop at the first season. Yeah. I guess the difference is <laughs> we're not trying to operate making this thing like a company. Whereas if you have like a game company, they have to keep producing products. I don't know. Maybe they're a game would. company. I don't want to be a company of two. Anyways, <laughs> we'll see. yeah. Well, the idea is we want to get something out there that people will mm-hmm. uh, actually play. Yep. Right. So, which a lot of game companies once matters. they become a game company, it's like okay, it's just like the bank has to keep making loans. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the game here's companies the thing. keep yeah. making games, to and so survive. you have to. <laughs> I wonder if games should be like, they should they should write. This is the end of our game. This is for people that want to continue to play, right? So they have like, <laughs> they just start releasing game expansions that are mm-hmm. optional rules, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, continue playing. But to us, the game was already perfect over here. Exactly. <laughs> We're just releasing this for you guys. Yeah. And the ideal actually is to, once you get to make that perfect game. Mm-hmm. You create a new game, right? Because it's not like just like board games. Like the board exactly. game makers the board move game on mechanic to the next is project. So much to me, I like that that mechanic mm-hmm. so much more. Um, but I just like the size of miniature games because the miniature games are way bigger than any board game. Oh yeah, it's more creative. It's more interesting. It's exactly. More so it's like the size of the, your average miniatures game is way bigger than any kind it's of It's a whole game. stack of board games put together. Yeah, like each each miniature game generally has an entire like 200 page booklet just for all the rules mm-hmm. which no board gamer would ever no bo- self-respecting board gamer would ever read 200 read pages before playing pages a round for page. two hours. Yeah, exactly. And, so. and not to mention the troop profiles. Don't, yeah, don't so, worry about those books and codexes. Yeah. And So I, I mm-hmm. guess I guess what we're saying is that it's different. <laughs> yes, it is. It's for a different audience. Yeah, but I guess we're just trying to do the best thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best thing that we can do with all of these kind of things that mm-hmm. I, I think maybe miniatures games don't keep in mind. But yeah. we'll see, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think we covered all the, the parts yeah. of that topic we wanted to touch yeah. on. Yeah, I think definitely if we were to go back and do it again, we would uh, cut down on stuff and make make... Uh, shorter but it's done is done exactly have to stop at some point (laughs) (laughs) all right uh, this has been Alan Uh, this has been Brandon all right so if you like this podcast 
you can like, follow us, uh, do all that social stuff. We'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to comment on what we've been talking about, you can do so here or on Facebook, or you can email us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Well, thanks for listening. All right. Bye.